Ladies and gentlemen, theys and thems of all races and subclasses, welcome to This Dungeon is Occupied podcast. My name is Illidine, and together with Thorne and Robbie, as your dungeon-occupying story weavers, we wish to help you as players and dungeon masters, from the aspiring to the veteran, with questions and ideas for your next tabletop role-playing game experience. In this episode, we're going to discuss Robbie and Illidine uh, going to San Japan uh, and kind of doing a little after action report yeah. so hey guys hello hello um so if you haven't heard in, in some of the other episodes that we we briefly talked about it robbie and i uh went to san japan uh down in san antonio texas um and dm'd for the adventure league um and i mean to me it was a blast um so we could just talk about a few things uh thorn can throw out some questions and see uh, from his perspective, and go from there. Robbie, first thoughts on San Japan and the Adventure League. First thoughts on the Adventure League. Um, San Japan was a fun little little romp. Like it was, uh, there was a lot of um, a lot of like nerdum there. It's like a, a semi big convention here in San Antonio. So I mean, there wasn't like as big as it could have been because of you know COVID. But um, all in all, it was yep. it was a fun place. Um, there was a lot of cool games, and Adventures League was actually a little more um, popping than I was expecting. Uh, I I would thought because of COVID and because of how little people were going to be at the convention, because they only did about a quarter capacity this time around. Um, I was yep. expecting the tables to be a lot smaller than they were, but I mean, we had large groups, um, a lot of people who knew each other. Um, so it was great. Uh, there was never any groups that were, well, I mean, I didn't have any groups that were like less than two. So like, I wasn't like, yeah, we, we did, we did a, a great job, I think, of making a table if there was, you know, because the way, the way it works, if you haven't done Adventures League, uh, or at a convention or anything, you, um, you come up to the Adventures League table and there's a bunch of sign-in sheets and you just put your name uh, and your cell number so that we can get a hold of you and you sign up for whatever module you want to play for. We usually pick uh, three to four modules for the DMs to kind of cycle through so that way there's enough content for you to uh, play without having to play the same module again. Um, but you sign up and then you show up at your time and if there's enough people then we have a game but what we did was since there was certain times where we only had like two people sign up for a module we had plenty of tables that had other people signed up and we just threw you in there and there you go yeah you made the table and the sometimes the dms would step in it was pretty good yeah it was great i think we had six dungeon masters yeah, and they were all pretty pretty chill people. Um, chill people and great DMs. I actually played with all of them. They were, and they you, really you did okay. Them. I mean, you know. Oh, I did okay? <laughs> um, and then no, it was... Well, considering I was dying the whole time, I'm surprised I did as well as I did. Um, but uh, that, that was my con experience. I was um suffering from whatever zombie plague had infected me that wasn't COVID. <laughs> and i was one i caught something that wasn't covid in the age of covid which makes me feel very embarrassed for myself <laughs> um, 
but uh yeah i was i was sick the whole time so i was trying not to like cough yeah <laughs> and and or die while i was dming so i was very surprised that i did yeah as well as I did. and to be fair i mean they they took all precautions uh you know all the participants and all the staff had to sign up with this app uh called i think it was the clear app uh and we um had to provide the uh our proof of vaccination um and uh we had to wear masks uh, the entire time that we were there. So it was all very safe. Um, and they had plenty of like sanitation stations and stuff like that. Um, but for the, uh, uh, for the Avengers League side of things, um, you know, the only, only real complaint that I had was just that we were kind of the redheaded stepchild. We were thrown into the way back of this gigantic room. Uh, so it was hard for people to see. Um, but other than that, I mean, it was a, still a great turnout considering quote unquote only ten thousand people showed up to the convention altogether comparatively. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we would have had more um opportunity to really advertise ourselves like as Adventures League if the if the thoroughfare between like was open, like and people were able to use the escalators where we were sitting at. Mm-hmm. So like it read they redirected traffic. So traffic was always going like further away from us. Yeah. Like people had to actively go to the back of of the convention center to find us. Yeah. So, but on the bright side, we were at least in the program. Uh, all the we're. all the uh, the the con goers got a little booklet with schedules and stuff. And if you were looking for it in the gaming section, there was a little snippet about Avengers League and told us told you where where to go. So that was pretty cool. Mm. Um, what did you think about the modules that we were given? Um, the modules that we were given. Um, I rewrote all of them. Adventures <laughs> uh, so League. I've done Adventures League twice already, and um, this was my second time doing it. So like, I knew the modules were going to be like when I because I did eventually for PAX, which is another big convention that comes to to San Antonio, and um, I uh, I knew the modules were going to be like not that great. I guess like a little. Because they're, I mean, they're one-shot modules, and they're usually following a theme. But and I guess introductory just, modules as well. Yeah, they're introductory. Like they, they're very, um, they're not like they don't have a lot of story, like heavy, like plot details, and like it's kind of like they, they're a little, um, a little on the easier side as well. Uh, but um, the ones we had were especially. Uh, there was like one really good one that I liked. It was the um, the one with the uh, the not the ghosts. The one with wait, where was it? Ghosts? No, I think I made yeah the one with ghosts. The one with uh, the one where you're trapped in the room with everybody. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, What's it called? What? Pass. Like uh, <laughs> I actually it's been now. Hey guys, let let me let me ask you this for for a lot of the newer. Uh, players and, and story weavers out there explain what Adventure League did. Oh, okay. So, um, Adventures League is essentially Dungeons and Dragons, uh, with a few very few minor details that are different. Um, it's an attempt at making Dungeons and Dragons uh structured across like the board. So, yeah, which unfortunately they don't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, so it used to be that you could create a character get online, register said character, and you would go to these events and 
play the modules through you'd get your experience points and your your treasure and stuff and you could carry that character through a bunch of different modules and one shots and level your character all the way up and they had you know uh three uh three tiers one uh, levels one through uh four and then levels five through eight and then nine and above for tier three um but now they don't I guess they don't have the bandwidth anymore on the website uh, to really register people and, and keep track of things. So the big difference is that uh, during character creation, instead of rolling the dice, uh, the only two options are um, point by and standard array. And at ours, we were only using standard array um, for character creation. Uh, more or less just to streamline it and to help with newer players you know it was just one less thing to explain uh but robbie and i played um or dm'd uh modules that were meant for levels one through four and so they were you know either newer players that helps you know they we helped them learn how to create the characters um and then they were able to go on we did have a a tier two campaign or module uh, that they could come back to if they leveled up all the way through. So if you basically if you played the whole weekend, you could level up to about level five, yeah, and play a couple of extra modules. Um, and the the modules were like I said, they were they were clearly made for low level characters, but they also lacked like a certain amount of like, um, genesequa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh so i rewrote all of mine i changed characters around i like add stuff took stuff out because i have i did the same thing i have no sense of control apparently um no but there was also like some the the modules this year weren't um usually there's a theme <laughs> and here yeah. there was no theme and so what ended up happening was there was just a random assortment of modules um, some were good, like the the waste apple, the ghosts, and the one with the with the um, really the ooze. The ooze. Um, and uh, the ooze was really good, and the um, the tr the caravans and travelers one was pretty good, where you had to rescue the kid. I mean, it was, yeah. it was a decent one. And then there was the rats one. <laughs> so, okay, I'm gonna curb a little bit of this. We're not trying to be too negative. Um, but there was one, uh, one of the issues that we run into uh, with Adventure Leagues is that um, whoever the coordinator is oftentimes doesn't read the modules. They just go and they pick some old modules and boom, 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 boom. There we go. Here you go. Here's the PDFs and have fun. Well, the problem is, is that this PDF, I think, was old and had a little bit of racial tension. <laughs> um, mainly that the, the, the main... I mean, it was a, there was a main bad guy who was basically a Nazi, um, and there was even a warning uh, in the module, like, hey, pay attention to your players, make sure that they're okay with this kind of content. Uh, this was meant to be cathartic, and, you know, the players are supposed to, uh, in some way, beat on the Nazi character, and you're just like, why, why, are, we, why are we doing this? <laughs> um, so that was our big issue with it, but I don't want to get too negative with it um but we we changed it uh the 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 one uh story weaver that was uh like solely uh i guess he was just scheduled that way to solely play 
that module out um he ended up changing it he didn't want to play it <laughs> that way either um so i mean that's something you know the the dms just kind of collectively decided like hey we're just not going to pull that uh into a fun convention and we changed it up um and there wasn't really too many issues um during gameplay really i mean there there was a couple of people that uh they had their their own um uh i guess challenges with the game uh and their own expectations um that mercer effect cough cough um but uh once they kind of got into the swing of the game and they were told like you know hey this is what i'm doing you know for like I did a small session zero before each game to let them know what kind of DM I was and what the the overall theme of my module that I was doing. Um, everyone seemed to be pretty okay with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I did I did session zeros for all my games as well. I laid out expectations. I, I laid out expectations. I um I told people like my hard my hard boundaries with things that content and stuff. Like, yeah, it was all generally nobody did anything that was like really, um, that really even got close to what my hard boundaries were. So, I mean, like, it was pretty good. It, all in all, the players were really great, everyone was super positive, and everything kind of went off without a hitch. I mean, yeah, other than there's no um, internet, but I, but yeah, well, I mean, I had my hotspot, so I was okay. I was internetless, <laughs> I was disconnected from the world, it was like the dark ages. Yeah, which was hilarious because you were one table over and you could have just asked me, hey, can I borrow your hotspot? But anyway, uh, moving along, uh, I, the, uh, I did want to talk a little bit about the way stop since we both rewrote a lot of the, uh, the stuff in that module. And that was purely for, I guess, our entertainment, honestly. I don't think that the players would have cared one way or another, whether we played it the way it was written or the way we did it. But we ended up turning it into like more of a, um murder mystery um and uh we uh, we had you know some shades and some i added ghouls into mine uh and then i ended up rewriting or i wrote a a, a sequel to the way stop uh for unfortunately a group of people that didn't show up um if you're out there i still have it written if you want if you know message me <laughs> <laughs> i um i rewrote uh way stop and i added i added like geographical details um i placed it near Baldur's gates mm-hmm. i uh added in like character interactions i switched up um the villain like i switched up some of the villains or some of the evil players i kind of went against expectations i tried my best to to um to subvert stereotypes yeah. <laughs> like um <clears throat> the rich girl being led on by the suave uh bard who's gonna i made her a black widow <laughs> i made her <laughs> made her a black widow or like that's what essentially what she was doing from now on she's the one the one who was trying to kill him so yeah um um so i have final thoughts for me uh Definitely, if you are interested in any form of anime or comic book or nerdy thing, go to a convention. Um, they're a lot of fun. Um, there's usually uh, an artist alley and a, um, uh, what do they call it? A dealer's den um, to find different vendors and things that sell, you know, 
uh, obviously art for the artist alley. And then uh, the dealer's den is like for, I guess, mainstream uh, merchandise uh, that you can buy from like Japan and stuff like that. Um, so definitely, you know, check out any of the conventions. And if you go to San Japan uh, next year, Robbie and I are also going to be uh, DMing for Adventures League. I will be. Um, I will be um... I will be DMing for Adventures League, and Kurt, you are correct. And there's also, you know, if, if you're a real nerd, um, there's also um, Magic the Gathering tournaments, and there's uh, video game tournaments. There's, I think they had Smash Brothers in the in the back corner, uh, the the far uh, corner, um, you know. And there was uh, there was definitely like a Street Fighter esque game going on too that I saw on a huge projector. Um, so they have a lot of stuff, you know, they, and obviously there's always panels and things, uh, to go to, uh, but specifically uh, burlesque show, there was burlesque shows. There's all kinds of fun stuff in the, um, uh, uh, what are the, the panels? Um, we actually got pseudo invited to do a panel Thorn. Um, the, uh, the guy that, uh, was in charge of the, the tabletop game area in general, uh, talked to us and said that he uh uh he knew the the panel guy and would would be excited to to have us do a do a live show so that'd be interesting yeah wow <laughs> um so you know who knows next year we might uh, we might end up being doing doing a uh, a live show um so stay tuned for that information yay and i get to be creepy on stage yeah, we, I don't know. I don't know if we would do. A, I don't think we would do a, a one shot, but we'd probably do like a maybe an integrating horror live or something, so that we could be creepy. Yeah, stories and stuff. Maybe you would take questions. Oh yeah, definitely take questions. Um, speaking of questions, though, um, your boy has been busy, and I have created this dungeon is occupied podcast at gmail dot com. Um. So if you want to send us uh, comments or stories or uh, any of the above, email us at thisdungeonisoccupiedpodcast at gmail.com. It's a long, long name, but I couldn't think of anything to shorten it to. Um, so that's our Gmail uh, email account now, and we'll take all questions and stories. And uh, we're in the works of making a Discord channel. The Discord channel or server has been created um and i'm just putting all the you know the 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 non-fun stuff the rules and uh the different channels and doing all the technical stuff before it's ready to be released for patreon uh but it will be available for anyone at uh one dollar a month or more so for just one dollar a month you can get uh our discord server uh, our thanks and also uh, access to interviews with Tobin and Illidine um, as those come out. So uh, if you liked this content, follow, like, share, comment, do the thing, and we appreciate it. And with that, remember to check your dungeons because this dungeon is occupied. Yeah. That's fun. Cool. Go in bed. I didn't. I didn't want to get too uh, um, racial <laughs> on the uh, uh, complaining about it because you know 
uh, I might potentially apply for that one person's job. Um, and I don't want that to be my on my resume <laughs> that we were just negative about it. <laughs> well, I mean, we oh, is it like really anti-Semitic or what? Do what? Was that module like super anti-Semitic or what? Um, basically, yeah. Like all of the 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 major points about role playing this character was like be overly nice to the humans um it, at at the end of a certain uh story arc for the one shot um only speak to the humans about um their prowess and about uh their success in catching the thing and uh if it if there's a party of non-humans just be kind of ornery and more or less an asshole <laughs> to the entire party um it was just it was just bad it's just like humans are the only race and uh if you if the characters did any kind of history check or uh asked about uh different things this person uh grew to the to the rank that he he got uh during a race war against uh non-humans and uh he killed some baron or something uh in order to take power and further his uh his pro-human uh propaganda <laughs> just Jeez. it was terrible <laughs> i mean everyone that read it was like nazi like that's that's just that was what it was <laughs> Yeah, and then of course it was like supposed to be like a there's supposed to be a rat person also uh, like in the sewer area and his name was Rizzo and it, it made me laugh because of the Muppet Rizzo and so I told the, the GM yeah. I told the GM that was that was running it I was like hey so you know do you do voices he was like yeah i do voices and i was like okay great so when you when you do the the nazi rat and he was like yeah okay because this rat was also like pro-human even though he was a rat person um yeah i was like you need to voice him like rizzo from the muppets and he was like done <laughs> so get it done yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um it was just uh you know i i actually told the the person who was running it i won't say names because this part will also be on bonus content um but i told the person i straight up wasn't gonna run that that module i was like i i could rewrite it but that's more work than i care to to deal with i'm i'm gonna play the way stop and then i have way stop sequel for people who show up that have played the way stop and she was fine with that. So she was like, I didn't even read it. I was like, yeah, there's a Nazi. Here you go. <laughs> I showed her the paragraph with the fucking warning on it. She was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, she didn't read it. And I think that was yeah. mostly the problem. Uh. But overall, it was fun. I mean, you know, there were hiccups here and there with logistics and stuff, you know. But I, I attributed it to mostly the fact that they hadn't done a, a, a convention in over a year because of COVID. And so things get lost and, you know, things happen. Um, and people need to get the crusties out of their eyes when they wake up and come out of hibernation. So other than that, that was fine. 
um, patrons, thank you um, for being a patron. And thank you for uh, continuing to listen and continuing to support us in the ways that you do. Um, as I said in the in the episode, there is going to be a, a Discord. Uh, I will be releasing it uh, this Friday. Um, actually, no. By the time this is uh, published, it will be open. The Discord will be live um, because this is going to be in, published in two weeks. <laughs> so the Discord is up. Uh, patrons and the email is live so if you have topics that you want to discuss or if you have a really cool story that you would like to share and would like us to share on the podcast itself uh, email us at this dungeon is occupied podcast at gmail.com and that's that I mean closing thoughts Robbie Thorne well I don't know why you call me a closing thought but whatever fine (laughs) Okay, open thought, Robbie. I am, you're correct. Thought. Anyway. Anyway, Thorne. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being patrons. We appreciate you so much. Absolutely. And just have fun. Yeah. Have fun. Good luck at your games, y'all. Peace. Uh, peace. <laughs>